Good evening and welcome to another edition of Inner Visions of the Inspired Obtaining Happiness. This is your host, Raymond Ricks II. And tonight's podcast, we're going to talk about my decision to shut down my political podcast, Inner Visions of a Political Side Hustler. Why? Why I decided to do it, my real reason, and um, we're going to talk about, or I'm going to also do um, a little story on the beautiful Asia. I've done it on Intervisions of a Political Side Hustle, now I'm going to do it on this podcast. Her um, influence on my life and in a whole lot of people's lives up in New Jersey to Virginia to Carolinas to Florida. She is a well-renowned known activist and spiritual advisor. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the sounds of inner visions of obtaining happiness. Let's get inspired. Let's feel love. Let's stay positive. Bring that positive spirit to the room. Let's get it. Good evening, everyone. This is going to be the special shout out segment. Yes, indeed. First, I would love to give a special shout out to my son, Raymond Ricks III, who I love very dearly. In two weeks, he will turn a year old, a.k.a. 12 months. I'm I'm very excited. My whole energy and focus is going to be on spending time and energy with my son, like father, like son. I love him so much. I love him dearly. He's growing. He's getting tall, y'all. I wouldn't be surprised if he's over six feet or seven feet. That's the rate he's going. And I, I just want to say I love my son. I really do. Special shout out to my son. I love you. Uh, special shout out to my wife, Jennifer, who is working very hard to take care of him. And uh, so many things well around the house. Uh, great woman, great person. Much love. Um, also, her friend Nicole is here tonight. Well, she'll be staying with us for a minute. So, special shout out to you. Um, she has a. Um, she's trying to record an album. Um, I don't know if she is continuing her music career or not. I think she is, but I don't know. But I'm trying to get her recognized and noticed. So much love to you, Nicole. Special shout out to my younger brother, Brandon Ricks. Um, I might do a personal testimony story on my brother and how he has overcame so much. And he is actually my hero, somebody I look up to. Even though I'm older than he is, he is turn his life around tremendously and he should do a book on it my mom Sophia Vaughn my dad Raymond Rick senior special shout out to you 
um, Sheena Collins, much love to you. Jimmy Vaughn, much love to you. Now I'm going to turn it over to the entrepreneur side. To my entrepreneurs, um, Miss Miriam, um, mindset, okay, mindset, muscle, metabolism. Miriam, the fitness nurse, special shout out to you. Um, I want to give an honorary special shout out to Les Nobody's Business LLC. Yes, I told her that I would give her a special shout out. Um, she has done amazing things. She is a guest host of Starseed Podcast, which is one of the hottest shows on YouTube. So please check that out. Please. Um, that podcast is amazing. Starseed is awesome. So I am definitely promoting her on my show. Elevate with Laverne. We are going to do an interview with her in the future. Um, I'm going to. I'm, uh, I can't wait for it. Um, we might do Instagram live. Uh, special shout out to my good friend. Um, special shout out to the brother. Um, I think it's D's t-shirt. I can't pronounce it. He was on Instagram live um, with me and um, Miss Nelly. Uh, special shout out to you, bro. And speaking of Miss Nelly, a.k.a. the Crazy Kirk Girl 80, special shout out to you. Yep. Karma's Paradise LLC, special shout out to you. One of the hottest business online. She has a lot of great clients and it is very hot strictly hair boutique the first and only crypto currency beauty salon special shout out to you um the great entertainers that i know chef angela means special shout out to you um i love the interview on um the art of dialogue, um, very insightful, um, very intriguing. Um, would I love to see another Friday? I know so many people want to see another Friday. Uh, uh, I can't, I have to say no, because I wish they didn't do a second or third Friday because the first Friday is a classic and you don't want to mess something special up with a sequel. You want to you want the fans to ask for more or want more, but also too is like these are the kind of movies that you don't want to touch and do a sequel. All right. I felt like this is no disrespect to Friday two and three, but I felt it kind of hurt the legacy when you do when you do a sequel. But without the sequel, we probably wouldn't have heard the great the great legends like Mike Epps and Cat Williams. Yes, um, and uh, DC Curry. Much love to you, fellas. Um. 
And much love to you too, um, Brother Ice Cube. Much love, much love, much love. The Tabulations 3. That's who I call them. On Maverick Movies Entertainment. Let's start off with legendary producer. He's a future legend, but he's an up-and-coming legend. Nelson J. Davis. Um, she is the hottest realtor in America. Ms. Natia Nicole Porter. And, of course, my good friend. And I, I love her work. I'm a, I'm a fan of hers. She was on Taboo 3. She starred in um, a project with Darmon. And Darmon, you need to use her more often. If you don't, I'm going to call you out. Real talk, I'm going to call you out because you have a very talented actress. All right, use her more because she is she is very spectacular in her own way, and I love I just love to I just love to see her act. I'm a huge fan. Socorro Jones, acting coach, a teacher, uh, what an Uber eats driver, um, a, a great actress who has, um. In her credits, star in the hottest movie on Tubi app channel, Taboo 3. Yes. So I'm promoting her on my podcast as well. So special shout out to you. Big Cam Jones. Please get with me because we got to do another interview. Please get with me. Hopefully you or Phelps Jones or Miss Shirley Jones will be available because that will be that will be beautiful. I would love to do it. Yes. Yeah, special shout out to Cam Jones, to Shirley Jones, and of course, Phelps Jones. Shirley Jones, a two-time Grammy nominated singer, writer, producer, and entrepreneur. We love you, Shirley Jones. We love you, Mrs. Jones. Also, too, special shout out to Gene Carn. Do not forget nine o'clock tonight on TV One, the episode of Unsung. They're going to do a documentary on the legend Gene Carn. Um, her song "My Love Don't Come Easy" is one of my favorite disco tracks back in 1976. Um, you know, Free Love, that album was very hot back in 76. Very underrated artist and very talented. Um, we got to give a special shout out to Miss Melba Moore. Um, Melba Moore is a legend. She is a three-time Grammy nominee, but also a Tony Award winning actress and singer. Yes. Much love to you, Miss Melba Moore. Much love to you. I've always I've supported her for years uh, as far as her music. My aunt Vicky is a huge fan of Miss Melba Moore. She loves her to death. I'm telling you. Um, I also love Miss Melba Moore too. Um, special shout out to you. You know, let me tell this story. Um, when I was doing an interview with Cam Jones, and when I look in the uh, chat room. 
I see Melba Moore. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my goodness. This caught me off guard. And she added me as a follower. It's an honor to have a legend follow you. It's an honor. You know, it's a truly, it's a blessing and an honor. And I want to say I love you so much, Miss Melba Moore. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, I really do. And it, it, from the bottom of my heart, it, I, I really, really want to say thank you. Who else? Miss Joyful Connections. Life's Coach. Special shout out to you. Um, Mom's Realty. Special shout out to you. Um, thank you for the support and love um, when we were doing an Instagram live with uh, Karma's Paradise or Karma's Party, LLC. Yes. Special shout out to um, the Red Renaissance, which is um, founded by Kimberly Clasic. Special shout out to you. Special shout out to Joe Collins. A few other people who are in the Red Renaissance. I I still gotta support certain conservatives, man. I gotta I got their back. Just because I've stepped away doesn't mean I'm going to um, not support them. Like I I still might support. I will support Trump. I'm not afraid to tell people I will support him if he gets it together. If he can get it, if he can get his stuff together, then I will vote for him. I'm not afraid to tell the audience. I'm not afraid to tell you guys this. Some of my um, conscious brothers and sisters will look at me as a coon and a seller. I, I support him, but in a different way than people would think. You know, I'm a conservative, but I'm an independent and I care about the good people in the community. I'm not like, I'm nowhere near like a lot of these conservative people that are in the far right. I don't, I'm not that kind of person. I'm actually extremely different. You know, I do care about humanity. I do care about the homeless. I do care because we all have a voice. Let's treat them. Let's treat them like they're citizens of America instead of second or third world people. All right. I want to say a big special shout out to Kush Nubit, my good friend. Um, she has an album or some music dropping the brew live. Still, I am still going to come to Chicago to promote you. Just um, if it is, I'm going to see if I can do it next year. Yes. So we're still in talks of it, everybody. We still are in talks, but I got to support my friend Kush Nubu. She is, I'm going to put it to you this way. She is 
the most transcendent, eclectic musician in America and in the world. Along with Tisha Marie, special shout out to you, my friend. Um, I love her music as well. Um, as far as um, this uh, reel that I did, I use her music. As far as this reel I did with my son and my wife, it was very special. It was lovely. So I love Tisha Marie. Detroit Films. Let me start with Dennis Reed the second. Let me start with that man. That man is a genius. He is very brilliant, very smart. Um, every movie they put out is a hit on the independent market. All right, one of the num- one of the hottest independent film industries is in Detroit. The Dennis Reed Productions. Check it out. Have you guys seen Ear to Ear? That's also filmed in Detroit. Man, that movie is crazy. I mean, I might do an episode on it. I hope I can reach out to the cast members and actors and actresses and talk about it. That is so lovely. I love the movie. It talks about mental health issues. You know, it has a little drama and, you know, crime in it. But the storyline is very subliminal when it talks about the effects of mental health and not being able to talk about it to anybody. You know, it not only hurts yourself, but it can actually affect others that you love. So much love to the cast members, much love to everybody in that film. Yes. Um... I got to give a special shout out to Ms. Velda Hunter, one of my favorite actresses on in the Detroit film market. Um, Dennis, sir, when is Ms. Velda Hunter going to start in our own film? I think it's time. I think it's time that she gets it. It's, it's a little too long for her not to have her own film or starring in her own film. I think it's long overdue. She was tremendously outstanding in first lady one two and three let's give her her own damn movie that's how good i think she is i'm sorry to say it that way uh mr reed but (laughs) But much love to everybody in detroit man got nothing but love for you i mean much much love please check out mcgraw avenue it is on right now. I do support it. So please check it out. Yes. Um, McGraw Avenue 2. Season 2. All right. Am I missing anybody? Who am I missing? Well... I want to give a special, special shout out to my good friend, the beautiful Ciasia. Okay, I mentioned her. But everybody, y'all stand up on your feet. Do what you have to do. Park your cars. Do something. Because we got to give a special shout out to one of the greatest blog talk radio hosts to ever grace this planet. 
She is the innovator. She is the transcendent. She's a transcendent talk show host, reporter, um, slash journalist, talent search promoter, you name it. She's that woman. Everybody put your hands together for the one, the only Miss Dawn Nicoleon, everybody. She has influenced me to start podcasting. Without the Dawn Nicoleon show, I would not be doing podcasting. I would not be doing it. That's how significant she is. So special shout out to Dawn Nicoleon and special shout out to my good friend, Nefertiti surviving the game. She is a genius when it comes to investing, when it comes to money management, when it comes to politics, you name it. She's also good at sports. So she is multi-talented all around. So special shout out to Nefertiti surviving the game. Miss Hudson, much love to you. Um, Who else? Who else? Michael Davenport, much love to you. Um, Aristigal 2020, Natura 360, um, Boss Lady, um, Cliff Lowry, the Union Man up in DC, um, Twink Star Double R, and of course, my good friend, Sister Zena, is in the building. Yes. So, special shout out to WGAG Radio Family. And now we're about to start the show. Let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, Kush Nubit. Thank you. 
The sound of Kush Nubit. She has been self-teaching herself to play the piano since she was very young, at 12 or 13 years of age. Um, she is a student of music. She is the student of Afrocentric culture with eclectic music. She is the founder of Behind the Veal Music in Chicago, Illinois. She is the hottest music producer, songwriter that has graced Chicago, Illinois that people don't necessarily talk about. Um, the Brew Live. Um, she has so many talented people around her. Um, so many talented artists who um, they look up to her. And I, I love talking with her. I did an Instagram live with her. And it is awesome. You will learn a lot from her as far as black spirituality. Um, her, um, her real thoughts on religion, politics. She's very brilliant. So she looks at things in a spiritual nature. I'm trying to get to that point, you know, but she is extremely elevated outside of space. So special shout out to Miss Kush Nubit. And now the next segment is going to talk about the beautiful Asia and how Asia. Has really, well, I'm actually keeping on this segment right here instead of putting it on the next segment. The beautiful C. Asia, she is an activist. Um, she is a spiritual advisor, black spirituality. Um, she is the founder of a uh, successful Queens by All Means business, which is one of the best in the country. 
She is well respected and well recognized by so many people in the uh, 5% nation of gods and herbs and um, and even in the nation of Islam. So, so much love and support for this sister. Um, a lot of people in Newark, New Jersey know who she is. Um, even some people in the music industry, especially in hip hop in general. So um, what I am going to do, well, I've been following her for, um, to be quite honest, I've been following the beautiful Asia. I've been cool with her, friends with her for 16 years. All right, we just recently see each other on Instagram. Um, I haven't necessarily seen her before until um, until this year, to be honest. When she came and uh, did a live with me, and it's something that I won't forget. She's one of my mentors, and I got nothing but love for my good friend, the beautiful Ciacia. Um she is all over the place. She did, um, you know, promoting self-awareness of knowledge of self in the Queens, by all means, in Florida, North Carolina, where she now resides. Um, I don't know where, but I want to keep it that way. Um, she goes to her hometown, New Jersey, parts of Virginia, Puerto Rico, and other countries. She is very very spiritual. And what I am going to do right now is I am going to um, play a video which has really, I think I played it before, but it's very inspiring and very conservative, um, you know, and very uplifting. Yes, very uplifting. So I want everybody to listen because she has a lot of great things to say. A lot of great things. So, hey, sit back, relax, let's get educated, let's activate our crown chakra level, because the beautiful Sea Asia has spoken. Let's listen in. All right, um, I'm gonna rewind it a little bit because we got I, I gotta, I, I, I need to hear a lot of it because she can inspire a nation, she really can. Let's let's listen. Label themselves black or white at the time it's time to pursue a goal. I gotta rewind it. How, how interested would you be to go see a black movie where we are empowered? It seems like we'll spend $20 for one person. $20 for one person. That's just the admission. To go see us as victims. And you wonder why. You wonder why you'll take somebody like Corby Booker. Now, I had a problem with Corby Booker. I'm talking to Norkas, and everybody knows who Corby Booker is for the most part because he is a celebrity mayor or was a celebrity mayor. He's made himself known on the circuit all around the world, pretty much. So let's take our former mayor of Nork, Corby Booker. 
At one time, I had a problem with Corey. I did, Corey. I had a problem with you. Because I, I, I just wasn't understanding your program. And there's some, still some things I'm just not with that you have left or he have left behind. I'm not talking to him. That brother's somewhere else. And I don't blame him. But I understand that. Because and the reality is that in order for you to get where you want to go, you can't see yourself in no color. Power is colorless. Ambition has no color. Ambition just is. Ambition is just a spirit, right? You can't even see it. It's a force. So the minute a person label themselves black or white at the time it's time to pursue a goal like Senate, he can't think about his blackness. In fact, if Corey was to have thought about his blackness going to pursue that higher seat, he wouldn't be there today. He wouldn't be there. Why? Because we equate blackness with struggle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't even see it in the circuit outside of bouncing a ball, whether it's pigskin football, pigskin basketball, without fumbling the mic on stage, without being drunk, without being in jail. The experience of blackness got to always be something dramatic in a horrible way. If Corey, if Mr. Booker would have thought about the black experience that we just so labeled as, he wouldn't be senator today. If Oprah did not release the fact that she was molested as a child, right? If she didn't release all of those childhood indiscretions that she'd been through, just to at least get to the next stage, she wouldn't be able to claim a, billion, a, a billionaire status today. You see what I'm saying? Like, the minute you claim the downside to the human experience, as if no other race goes through it. You know what? How about ask the Philippines how they're doing right now, considering they just went through a typhoon? Why don't you ask the Arabs, such as the Palestinians, or the, uh, Afghanis, the Afghanis, or the people over east, or the Syrians, who got war at their doorstep right now? Why don't you ask the Iraqis? Ask them how they're doing. And if you tell me if it's just a black problem, why don't you ask people in uh, Kosovo or Russia or, or, or Ukraine or parts of Germany, parts of Italy. Matter of fact, you know why some of the Italians are off the chain? Like the Sicilians, the, the, the mob? Because when you study their history, they had struggle in Sicily. In fact, a lot of their villages were taken. The men were taken and killed as well. So you wonder why they thugging today, just like the black man is who's captive today. He's thugging, right? Russians who go through the same thing with their government with poverty. The, the Russian mob, haven't you heard of it? Haven't you heard of the Chinese mob? That is usually the underdog who struggled in poverty. It is not a black issue, cry baby. It is not a black issue, cry baby. You telling me animals don't go through nothing? You telling me animals don't have issues? You telling me animals are at peace right now? I don't think so, act like a bit. By a black man who going through the same type of strike that, I'm saying, ask the water is it happy right now. Do you know it's only like 10% drinking water left? Let's talk about all of nature. Since nature's not just blackness, let's just talk about all of nature. What? what the creator made because the creator made everything and if you want to talk about god for all of you god fearing people and understanding people then you have to know that god is not just the black experience and our selfish cry baby struggle god is everything 
everything conscious. Ask the water, is it happy when it's 10% of drinking water left? You gotta actually go to the Fiji Islands to get drinking water to sell for it to be pure alkaline. So ask me if nature is happy. Ask, ask the air, if you can talk to the air with all the pollution, same tainting that we go through as a black, struggling, unhappy, downtrodden people. Ask the air, does it feel upbeat right now? With our sorry mentality, inhaling it and exhaling it, destroying it with our cars and everything else. Ask the air quality, is it, ask the air, is it happy about its quality? You see, black people, you are not the only one that's slaves. Power is, power does, power is regardless to whom or what. And you think that the people, act, because it's more black people on the planet or original people on the planet, of course they'll be more prone to slavery because they are the larger population. But if you had an equal pie of all races on the planet, and soon maybe we will, then you will see that slavery or struggle is fair share. But in America, you will not know that because we're in this huge social experiment where all slaves exist. Because this is a melting pot of slaves, indentured servants. People who are fled from Japan to China to South America to Mexico to Africa who were all told at home that their home was no good enough or written with war. And they were told that the pie is here in America. And we got people like right up at International House of Pancakes, an African manager who came here at 22, 23 years old in North only to be killed. How many Africans have we had killed in New York and New Jersey alone thinking they were doing something better by coming here? You gonna tell me that it ain't no European tourists that came here and got killed or people of European descent or Canadian descent that didn't die here too? Because everybody has been chased from their home for resources. Wherever there's resources, there's slaves. And that's the entire planet. To feed us, though, the very victims who cry about slavery, we're eating all of the foods and using all of the products that come from these places that sponsor slavery. So what are, you, what are we saying? Ask the Hawaiians what were they subjected to. Everybody has a story. And all of them who understand that this is not just a black issue, this is a universal issue. Because everybody from every nation has a piece of power. The Africans, the Haitians, all of them have somebody in their island or their countryside milking them. Everybody, even the white man, even Iceland, even Greenland. You go study their politics and you tell me if they don't have something ruthless going on in their government. Of course they do. Because in order, to, in order to establish power, you gotta, you gotta pursue the whole world. Wherever there's an opportunity for somebody to wake up, which is anywhere in this world, you gotta go after them. And that's not just an African thing. How dare us believe that? And if you have a problem with the, with the creator made, whether it's a white man, a black man, you gotta create it with God. Cause God made everything and everybody. And when you say you love God, you love it all. You understand it all for what it is. That is divine reasoning and divine thinking. When you think like a slave, you will accomplish nothing but things out of slavery. Tell me, tell me, if we thought like gods for a change, what could we accomplish? Well, to get some advice from those who act like God today. Your doctors who you think is responsible for your health. Your pharmaceutical companies who you believe is responsible for your wellness. 
your 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 government who you believe is responsible for your for how you survive those who you believe are your gods maybe when you stop thinking as another man as your god you'll be able to really understand on a conscious level who god and what god really is but all of that is in your way and yet you proclaim that you know no you don't there is no racism when you know god because god is all of that good evil uncomfortable comfortable black white yellow red brown dog cat water air sun moon star alien ufo universe all of it is relevant all of it is relevant i'm gonna close with this statement there's a new movie out again another one 12 years a slave we got rid of that let's talk about this real quick the movie with Ty Diggs and them, Best Man 2 or whatever, Best Man Holiday. I saw a post on my Facebook where they had Tay Diggs, the three of the, the cast members with their women, their real women, not the women that they portrayed with in the movie. I assume it's black women. So they have a picture of circulating around on Facebook with, with these men who really have white women in their lives. These black men, the cast of Best Man Holiday have white wives for the most part or girlfriends and so there was a thread in regards to that to point out that fact that this is what they really got as wives <laughs> behind the scenes of the best man cast so you know you got some black people on there that's like yeah that's messed up you know what i'm saying they got these white wives they ain't got no black women step out of that seat for a second and th and think about this yes those black men have wives or girlfriends other than black women right and you can say, that's a shame, you know, that they're married or if that's your opinion, that they're with these white women. But what do you think white men are saying about their white women? Don't you know that they're on the same side as you? That's why we're more the same than we are different. If I'm right here as a white man looking at the same picture of Tay Diggs and with these white women, and I'm a black man or woman sitting on this side and I'm looking at the same picture, we're both going to have the same argument. We're both going to be complaining if we're racist or inferior or think we're superior. We're both going to have a, a, a complaint about our people dating the opposite race. We're both going to be dissatisfied about that choice and decision. My point is, it's not a white problem. It's not a black problem. It's not a problem at all. Obviously, things are going in the course that it's going because it's supposed to. If you didn't control the social affairs of it and it's happening more dominant than what your complaint is, that means it's meant to be. And the only way that we can control the outcome that we desire for life, let's say you can't control this lifetime because you just don't feel empowered. The best we can do right now, life is DNA. DNA, DNA is powerful. DNA is like this recording right here. It's a recording, it's a tape. It's a tape of your life. When they want to find a killer, they find them by DNA, the recording of who and what they are, right? The best we can do in this life is live it to the grandest experience, to the highest experience. Because if DNA has anything to do with memory and tape and recording, then the best you can do is live the highest and the happiest way that is meant for your destiny and life path to live.
Don't suffer to what society says. How do you feel about life at purity without the influences and historical things that taint your thinking? How do you feel about life purely without the interferences of your social networking group? What is your cause? Why are you here? And if you live it, are you happy? And when you record that experience, because so many people die in these streets, incomplete, never fulfilling a goal, never reach their dream, never, ever, ever had the chance to release that trauma that they were dealing with as a child, as an adult. They left up out of here in that ground mad, pissed off. They ain't even resolve it. The last time they, their facial expression before they got shot was this. And that's the memory that they gonna go down with. But if we just record it like this, at least, peace, then what do you think this energy will return as? If everything is 360 degrees, it comes back. Peace. When we say rest in peace, we mean that. And the only way we know that we're going to secure resting in peace is if we live in peace. You cannot change things that ain't meant in your design to change. You can only change you. And when we focus on our individual selves, then we begin to infectiously change everybody around us. If they like what we are and we magnetic and it's truth, truth brings people to you without you having to go to them. That's why I'm sitting here today. I didn't call for this. I was called upon because that's what truth does. Bring the crowd to you. So there's nothing you have to do but raise your vibration, change your thinking, open your mind. You know what I'm saying? Make things in a positive light that you want to see for your life by, with understanding why everything is negative. That is meant to be too, to shape and build our character. That is meant to put us to a test to constantly build our spirit to God's status. And if you don't have nothing to challenge you, what are you going against to improve? That is the measure. So you can try to think you can eliminate God's struggle towards you if you want. You can call it the devil all you want. You'll still be talking about God because it's all of the above and it's meant to be here. And if you make peace with it now and today and live according to that truth, you'll vibrate higher and mankind will begin to change. And then mankind will treat nature the way it's supposed to. But as long as we keep thinking like slaves and victims that everybody suffers from, if everybody raises their vibration and understand we are all part of God's premise. We'll, we'll rise and we'll change the polarity of what Earth is actually experiencing because everybody, to me, seems to be more in a downtrodden state as a collective than as in, in a God state. If you want to reflect God, love and understand it all. You don't have to agree, but you must understand. It's a beautiful situation. Peace.
the auntie in you, the wife of you, the mother of you, you must wake up. Because we are in a state of an emergency. We've been out of a state of emergency, but it was made trendy in culture for our men to die before us, and that's that. And we can go shopping and get phone numbers at funerals, and that's, that's business as usual. That women are going to get a doobie, a sewing, to make it to the funeral to look good for the peers of the brother that's dead in the coffin. That's how sick it is. That one woman's womb has been with all the dead brothers in the community. And that's culture. She can wear Versace, she can have a Louis bag. Her wrap is tight, she's always fly. But she can't keep the black man alive. Talk about it. Every man that's been in your bed should be doing well, black woman. Every man that has been with you should be black. Not, not in jail. Not on probation. Not on parole. After he done with you, you're supposed to be, he's supposed to be driving. You got the mojo. You the black mama. You got the cure in your circumference. So any black man in my eyes as a woman of mighty women has failed the men before her. Because no man should die after he's done with you. Think over that. Think over that. What are you doing, black woman? Say that. You dressing up for the funeral. You going shopping for the funeral. That's what you're doing. Because you ain't looking good for nothing else. They're dying. Say that. Say that. So when you see the black woman online with that pose, what she do? What's this? Is it this pose? What is it, y'all? Is it this? Just tell me, is that it with the selfie? Right? Pigeon toe, right? Everybody pigeon toe, right? Oh, okay. With the bundle. And the bag. Boom. Nowhere. Going nowhere. You wander left and while our men are dying. My girl got hashtag while the black man is in the grave. Baby. The black woman is out of home. That chick is cute. Straight up. How can you rest? How can you be at spring break? How can you be in Atlanta? How can you be partying? Knowing that he's in the grave. Knowing you fled your state to go to Atlanta because they were dying where you're from. Whether you're from Ohio, whether you're from Cali, whether you're from Kansas City, whether you're from St. Louis, whether you're from Texas, but wherever you're from, if you're from New Orleans, if you're from Birmingham, Mobile, they're dying. And let's not talk about the incarceration rate. So when they go on and party in Atlanta, y'all, where they going? What are we celebrating here? Fly for what? Black woman. Fendi, Gucci, nobody should be getting our money as a result in honor and memorial after the paper chase our men have been on and to die over it. Because ultimately the dollar ends at Gucci. Ultimately the dollar ended at Fendi. He was chasing the parade show to impress other niggas. 
fighting the parade floats to masquerade around other broken people. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What is he impressing? The creator don't give a shit about none of this. None of this. It's too intense. It made all things possible. Allah made all this possible. And how dare us dishonorably exist down to tracing the parade float to die. That's why we on the corner. That's right, Since the King ever. That's right, go ahead. Projects right over there. That's right. Neighborhoods all around us. In quote unquote poverty. Meaning not having or worthy of European branded items. That's all it meant. The melanin is rich. That's right. Say that. And so black people have in mania taken an idea and concept of what's fly, of what's impressionable, of what's impressionable for others over things that we can't exchange, we can't take to the grave with us, and they dare sure don't represent our spirituality. So now, instead of us having a conversation about owning homes, the best home that the black man has been able to be in, in the city of North New Jersey and Brooklyn and everywhere else, is the funeral home. Go ahead, go ahead. That's right. Go ahead. That's the home ownership, even. Go ahead. Go ahead. Funeral home ownership. And black women dress up for it. Meanwhile, we have the ability, because we raise the children, we're usually single mom, to help him with his credit. I'm going to start closing it in right now, closing it up with this. Black women raise the children. One of the main things that we are concerned with is our credit, right? So why are our sons in jail or our men or our husbands or our brothers are in jail with a 500 credit score? Because you could be using that right now to help build the man up when he come out. Because that's what he's chasing. Something to make him feel worthy or gameable. So if we're going to participate in this matrix and in this system, then help him with his credit. Because credit is attached to consciousness and responsibility. And it's a scoring model and system based on that responsibility. So if you've been a responsible woman, do the right thing. Go get his social security number, his date of birth. Let him be an authorized user on your credit and build him up. So when he come out, he ain't chasing no illusions. Cash has always been fiction. These fools been out here dying over dead no. That's hey, right. Hey, dead hey, no. Hey, 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 hey. It has no value. And we got Wow, that is um, that is some powerful stuff there. Um, I want to say this, and she mentioned it near the end, where about the credit. Credit means consciousness and accountability. That was that was some of the most powerful speeches that you'll hear. All right. He said, consciousness and accountability. It should be used in every finance one-on-one class. 
Why are brothers going to jail with a 500, 400, 300 credit score? It's nothing nice. I have a fair credit score at, was it 630 or 640? I made plenty of mistakes financially, and I don't want people to go the route that I went to. So please, I know you want to live, you want to live nice, but you want to live responsibly. And that's what I want to tell people. Live responsibly. Be responsible. Hold yourself accountable when need be. Like she said, ambition has no color. Power is colorless. It's out there to grab. It's up to your spirit to get up off his ass and get it. You can cure yourself from mental illness. But it's up to you to at least make some kind of start by asking for help. Talk to somebody. See a therapist, a physician, somebody. Get yourself treated. Eat balanced, nutritious foods that that you know will help the brain wave. All of it, that ambition starts with you. The ambition to get better starts with you. That was the sounds of Kush Nubit behind Deville Productions and my good friend, the beautiful Siasia, the world-renowned activist all over the world. Hail from Newark, New Jersey. Much love, much love, much love. And now we're going to be right back. I'm going to tell you the real reason why I left the political podcast. So stay tuned, everybody. Hey, everybody. I'm back. Um, You know, I wanted to make it a little a little intriguing with this episode because I wanted to put on Kush Nubin and the beautiful Asia. They've been very instrumental in how I look at things from a spiritual aspect. Um, they're like sisters to me and I got nothing but love for those two. Yes. And I can't forget about you, Alicia Coleman. Can't forget about my MAGA sister. But um, I want you to hear this, my good friend, my MAGA sister. Um, like I said, still Trump to uh, still a Trump guy in the Red Renaissance guy. But what I will say is, uh, as far as a Republican guy, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. But um, I'm an independent conservative only, and yes, that's who I am. 
but I'm going to give you my real reason in a second. Um, but I still support people like Trump, people like um, Kimberly Clasic in the Red Renaissance. And also, I'm a candidate that I will support. She's one of my favorites, and that's Republican candidate Tanya Gold. Um, she barely lost the seat in the delegates. Virginia Beach, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? All right, I thank you, old Tanya Gold, an apology because the economy has been a real disappointment. You could have had Tanya Gold, but instead you choose a Democrat that doesn't really care about your taxes, that don't care about elevating the economy and fighting against inflation. So Tanya Gold, please, Mrs. Gold, don't give up. Please don't give up your dreams of running because you have a voice. You have a voice and we love to see you in leadership, especially me. So I'm going to promote you. I was, Even if you don't run, I will still promote you because you meant a lot of people to a lot of mothers out there. A lot of people, I mean, much love to you. Much love to you. I'm a major fan of Tanya Gold. Major fan. And um, I'm telling you, it would have really helped Winston Sears. And um, it really would have helped out the Virginia governor and the lieutenant governor. It really would have helped them out. But, um, Anyways, anyhow, um, I'm going to tell you the real reason why I am leaving. Well, why I I'm no longer doing intervisions of the political side hustle. It's like I get tired of covering politics. I get tired of covering politicians. I get tired of covering the hypocrisy and ignorance of our president that we have now I'm getting so sick of both parties pointing the finger at one another and not finding a solution to fix the problem it feels like a bunch of corporate crybabies talking out of the side of their neck Thinking that they have the solution, but they really don't want to be the solutionaries. They really don't. And a lot of these politicians have become so toxic and so mean spirited and so, and they're such a narcissist that I decided. I need to walk away from politics. I need to walk away. I need to walk away and walk away. I can't do it. I love to talk about the truth, but what good is it when you have a whole mass of people willing to fight 
or a slave master who don't love you or care for you, whether they're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, Latino, so forth, so forth. Because I realize both political parties are founded by slave owners, robbers, killers, thieves, and you and you wonder why our spirituality has been tainted in the church, in the workplace, at home, in the street. The name of God has been corrupted because we have the church trying to play a political side hustler, promoting a candidate over and over and over again, thinking that they're fighting for them. It's more of a money grab, and it's more of a it's more of money, power, control, and respect, and not for the greater good. There are so many executive orders that our president, our president has done for um, corporate businessmen to own climate change, to take over the farmland where our natural foods are going to taste like process, which in due time declines our mental health our bodies, our spirit to where this um, Inflation Reduction Act doesn't really reduce inflation. It will have a future negative impact in our economy. As you can see, the gas prices are starting to rise up. The electric bill is going to go up in the wintertime, making it an all-time record the gas bill is going to be astronomical the home market is going to be unaffordable and yet the people who we voted for they ignore your voice they ignore your struggle but they definitely they're just businessmen who do business things. Now, I did the first political side hustle, which had about three or 400 followers and listeners. Had a lot of listeners in the first inner visions of a political side hustle. I decided to get rid of that one because I thought it was a little too vague and too rogue, too too controversial, too too much cursing. I feel as if I feel as if people are going to be drawn away because of my energy, which has defended some politicians, and it kind of felt 
like a toxic energy. And when I remade Intervisions of a political side hustle, when I did another one to start over, I felt the same way, and it's like I can't do it no more. I can't. Politics is too toxic. And plus, my heart and soul is more involved in helping people with mental illness issues, people with depression issues, people who are dealing with anxiety like I am. We need to focus on those who are trying to save themselves and do something for themselves while dealing with mental illness issues. I feel like that's where my heart is at. It's not at with the politicians. The politicians, in reality, they act and sound like they want to fight for you and want you to join their mission. But in all aspects, they are just using you because they're part of they're part of corporate America. They're part of corporate America. They're getting paid corporate dollars. In reality, they have their own business. And they're not really thinking about the real cost and the real struggle. And I'm now decided to put innovations of a political side hustle to bid once and for all and never ever want it to come back. It's buried for good. Now the question remains, will I create a, will I create a show to replace inner visions of a political side hustle? Well, I have a show to replace my second podcast. That's what I'm talking about. The answer is yes. It will, inner visions of a political side hustle will be replaced. Yes, I will replace that second podcast that I have. There's no question. I still enjoy talking to people. I still enjoy reaching out to people. I love it. I enjoy it. I really love and enjoy it. But it's not going to be now. I'm not going to start right away. I feel as if I need to give it more time and thought as to what I need to express or why I'm going to name it. Not to rush the process this time. This time I'm going to take my time, get get some advice from people, get some advice from creators. Um, and even to you guys, I need some advice on what the second show should be. I'm also going to make the final decision. 
I don't know what I'm going to put in it. But I know that my time in politics for now is over. And now my focus is squarely on interventions of the inspired obtaining happiness. That's my main focus. But my second podcast will be coming. It might come soon, but I'm just not going to rush the process this time because I want it to be a masterpiece. I want it to be just as good or even better than this podcast that I have right now. So to those of you who are, have listened and supported the podcast, I want to say thank you very much. And I love you. I love you deep down in my soul. But I know my mission is to help those who are dealing with mental health and how they can take back their life again, how they can find ways to elevate themselves or their lives. It's all about a spiritual, a positive spiritual movement. Well, everybody, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Um, Thank you for taking the time to listen. And remember, no matter what, always make the impossible possible. You can do anything by that relationship with the creator. And the creator can do the rest as long as you step out on faith after the prayer. Until next time, I love you all. Y'all have a blessed night. Bye-bye.